Greetings, collectors of all cards Marvel. I'm Warren Martinick, and this is the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. You say GIF, and I say GIF. Let's call the whole thing off. Except we can't, as we've got a podcast to do. With Nine Rad. Hello. <laughs> that was good. That was good. You inspired me. Jeff uh, or Thank GIF? You. I get that effect on people. Wait, what'd you say? Jeff <laughs> or GIF? You know what? I don't know because now I'm confused on which one I defended before. It is if GIF. If that makes sense. Uh, if it, it, it is GIF. It, right. no, it, no. no, it is GIF. Good. It's GIF. No, no, GIF is a cleaning product. No, see, you, you mentioned it in my head. I was like, wait a minute. That's why I corrected him because he was so incredibly wrong. Yeah. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Sounds like the old English argument of whether you've got scones and whether you put cream or jam on first. Well, you put jam. You are correct. Damn it. I have 50 no, you're 50 not. No, you're not. With you. No, you're not. Yes. No, you're not jam. correct. No, you put the cream on first because it's clotted cream. So it's quite Don't stiff, um, which is the Devon way of doing it. But the Cornish way of doing it is to put the jam on first. See, to me, this is all gibberish, and it's yeah. You haven't got a clue. Mark, do you have any clue what we're talking about? I I know a little bit about jam, but um, that's really it. Okay. <laughs> Unless cool. you're defending me, Mark, you should stay out of it. Okay, my yeah. friend? I'm <laughs> 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 We kind of haven't even introduced him yet, have we? He's should, already should here. We? He's already here. Mark, uh, well, <laughs> everyone knows your name, Mark. Who are you, yeah. sir? Uh, my name is Mark Marquez. Um, I am, I've been in the group for, I, I, I feel like almost since the beginning, um, this group and the other MMC group, um, just a... Uh, just a, a pretty good collector, you know, mostly Marvel stuff. You, um, I think you're day one. I, I might have been either day one or like the first week, but yeah. You, you are OG. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the, uh, one of the founding fathers. Uh, <laughs> original gangsters. Yeah. I love it. Um, and whereabouts, whereabouts are you? Are you, uh, you're East Coast, aren't you? I, yes, I am. I'm in um, Pennsylvania. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I know. Not part. No, I've never been to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's below New York, isn't it? Is it between uh, Washington and New York? Am I thinking about the right? Um, oh, my geography's terrible. A little bit um, depends on. I think it's. I have to look at the map, but I think it's um, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit west of New New York okay. and south, north and south. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> terrible. Unless I've got a map in front of me, I have, I haven't got a clue. Um, but, but I live well, here and I have no idea, honestly. So. <laughs> From what I've seen in the news recently, a lot of people who live there haven't got a clue. But we, we won't go it's into very that. true. We it's, I mean, I that, yes, this yeah, is, this is true. <laughs> yeah, just when you thought 2020 couldn't get any crazier, it's gonna get crazy. You know what? I will say that about Americans, we won't let you down on the crazy. I was gonna say, uh, sure. yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, everyone in the world, 2020 is so crazy. America, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll do you, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll do you. And I'm originally from Florida, so I'm like different crazy on top of America crazy. I'm hearing there's a whole level of, of a level of crazy once you go into the oh. flow. I'm yeah. actually from Florida, also. So are you that, serious? Yeah, I'm from Tampa originally. 
Miami, Florida, baby. There you Damn. go. Two there of my was, favorite cities in Florida. <laughs> there are so well, many people who come from Florida or have lived in Florida. In yeah, you can't get rid of us. Yeah. You think That's we'd funny. be trapped there since it's a peninsula, but no, we make our way over. Just branching out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What, what are the odds? What are the odds that they'll sever it from the rest of the US and just let it drift off into the Caribbean Sea? On day? They don't need the they don't need the the state to drift off. It's already gone. Uh. <laughs> Mentally, they are somewhere very far in the Caribbean. <laughs> to anyone listening to us from Florida, who is a proud Floridian. We apologise. Um, other states are available um, in the interest other of fairness. <laughs> I love Florida. I'm, I'm totally proud to be from Florida. But, you know, you have to recognise your own. It's just just natural. It's just a Fair way enough. of life. Fair enough. Um, what state – and this is – we're going so off, off topic. We already did in, it. We're, we're, we've gone so off topic. Um, which state do you identify yourself with in terms of your because because i'm i'm an i'm an englishman so i can say which state i kind of identify yeah. most with but but because you live in different states to where you grew up what where do you identify with as your kind of for me i i, I say i'm floridian because i i spent most of my life there and then i've i've been in pennsylvania now for about six years oh okay so, um just for work um and i've lived in other states too like georgia um, Indiana. So, but, but, but for me, Florida is really where I identify myself. It's weird because like growing up in Florida, I never felt very Miami because I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of machismo. I don't have like a lot of the stereotypical things, which is not everybody in Miami, but sure. I always felt very kind of like on the outskirts. Cause I, I, you know, various things I just didn't feel very much apart. And then when I moved and started living somewhere else, especially North Carolina, which is not the South, but I'm in a very like nice part of town, but if I went out like an hour or two, you know, I'd have to watch out for tall trees. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, mostly, you know, it's weird. It's weird, Miami. I just, I, I lived, I didn't move from Miami until I was 24, born and raised. So, you know, it's very strange to have a hometown, which is Miami, Florida, such a touristy area. But yeah. I would say definitely, definitely identify as a Floridian. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, where do I? It, it, I mean, I've been to. I've not been to all of America, clearly. <laughs> um, but um, I wouldn't say New York City because it's not a state, and New York City is so different to everywhere else. Even though it's the place I've been most, um, probably um, Massachusetts. I'd say. Oh, that's or New Jersey. Mm. That's yeah. that's where you probably leaning more towards New Jersey. That's where you go do your holidays sometimes, right? Is that what you were telling me before? Yeah, yeah, but just New Jersey. I just I, part possibly because I I know so many nice people from New Jersey, oh, and nice. listen to a lot of New Jersey based podcasts. So I'm kind of almost indoctrinated to their their way of thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very cool. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, Mark. Mark. Yes. It's early for you, um, early Sunday morning. So, yes, sir. Um, what? So, I, I know what you collect, and some of the people who are listening might know what you collect. But there's an awful lot of people who won't know what you collect. So, tell us how. Tell us what 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 you collect and how you got into it. Sure. Well, I guess as a kid, you know, '92 Marvel masterpieces was the one that kind of for me was like groundbreaking. You know, as a at '92, I was like a uh, 10, 11 year old kid. And then, um, you know, to see art like Jusco did 
for the first time ever. Like I never knew, you know, superheroes could be drawn like that, you know, and, and painted like that. So I got 92, 93 Marvel masterpieces. Um, I kind of fell off a little bit after that, you know, different interests as a kid. And then, um, I guess probably in the mid two thousands, like I was like, Oh, you know, I want to relive some of my, some of my old, you know, childhood memories or stuff and stuff. And then, I decided to kind of look back at the ones that I missed, you know, 90, 94, 95 masterpieces, mm-hmm. 96. And then at the same time, too, I realized, oh, my gosh, there's a new set, the 2007, 2008 set. And then they came out with like individual sketch cards in there. Like I was my mind was blown where uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is actually like original. You turn you turn over the back of the card and it says, um, congratulations, you've won like an original or you received an original piece of Marvel artwork. Yeah, I'm like oh wow, that's so that's so crazy, you know that's that's so neat. Um, so then around that time too, like around 2012 ish, I went back to grad school. So I kind of like you know stopped collecting at that point and just trying to focus on school and stuff. And then in 2016, I was like, you know what, just for the heck of it, I'm just gonna look at eBay and see like uh you know if there's any like Marvel masterpiece sketches from 2007 2008. And I got so lucky because when I did that search, it literally was, and I had no idea this this the 2016 set came out. I did the search and it was like a June like july of 2016 so the set had just come out uh, oh my gosh this is like perfect timing you know like to get into 2016 and and then i knew that juice code had done it and then i know i compared i compared 2016 to 92 and i'm like oh my gosh like he must you know he must have had a lot more time to do 2016 because it was just like i mean both sets are awesome i love both sets but i, I kind of felt like 2016 was a little bit more um probably what he wanted uh versus being rushed in 1992 so that's kind of how I got back into it. And, and you know, Masterpieces now, 2016, 2018, now 2020, which mm-hmm. is coming out in like five, like four days. As we record, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but mostly uh, just Masterpieces stuff is what I collect and then like sketches too. Um, and I'm kind of one of those weird guys who like they collect, um, I mostly collect sketches like if I collect the base set. So there's a lot yeah. of prim- stuff that I love that's great, but I end up like, passing just because i never collected the base or you know so that's kind of weird but that's kind of where i'm at yeah i think i mean that makes sense too i mean being a character collector a little different but you know i I mean you really wouldn't be running for sketches that were outside of a set that you don't have any kind of familiarity with i mean i see people do it but i 100 understand that idea but it's funny i had the same thing when i saw that original art marvel like original art from marvel artists was in sets that blew me away like that was it for me. Like those congratulations, those one per box, the sketchographs, the Spider-Man, the Silver Age. Mm. It just blew me away. And like honestly, Marvel Masterpieces 0708 has some of the best sketches to ever come out, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Yeah. They're just so genuine and interesting and artistic and different. I can't believe you got so lucky, Mark, that I you did. got into I did. 16 that early. I, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Because and I know like so, like a lot of like in the last couple of years, um, like right before 18 came out, I think there was a, a bunch of people that got back into 16 and, and, you know, it was like already a year and a half yep. had been passed. And so it's hard. It would have been harder for them. But then, yeah, I just I just got lucky. I just did a random eBay search. of like, oh, I need to I need to take up a hobby. <laughs> and then, and, then uh, <laughs> and there it was. And now like, that's all she wrote. <laughs> I still need to finish my 2016 tier one to three, actually. <laughs> let alone anything else um 
Yeah, it's one of those ones I, I keep chipping away at. Um, so yeah, we, just before we came on, we were talking about the 92 set because we were reflecting on the fact that last week, as we recall, to 1st September was Mr. Joe Jusko's, good evening, sir, uh, 62nd birthday, I believe. Um, and we were talking, about, you did some very quick maths and you said, oh, he must have done that when he was 34. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he did that set in three months. So I think yeah. he'd have to be pretty young to be able to cope with that yeah. kind of um, schedule. Um, but um, but what, what the reason that brings to mind is because the other day, I, I, you might have seen me post it on the group, I was flicking through a copy of Wizard uh, magazine from ninety mm-hmm. January 93, she's 17. Um, and I've actually just sent this to you both in the chat as a picture. So if okay. you pull that up, you can see it. Um, I found a full-page ad from whatever company it was that no longer exists that, that acquired and sold all of the original artwork from Joe Jusco for <laughs> 1992. Um, and it's absolutely incredible. Um, I've, I've never seen this advert before and it kind of blew me away because I, you know, I don't really look for any of this original artwork because it's, it's, it's way out of my price range and certainly the 92 now. Um, so I'll pop this on the tasting notes folks, for those who can't see it. Can you both see that? Yep. I'm looking at it now. It's, it's from a company that, and I, I, I Googled this company and there's, there's nothing whatsoever because it, this is 92, 93. So of course the internet wasn't around there. So, um, a company called Supercard and Comics based in Warren, New Jersey. Uh, dial 1-800-CARD-773. Um, I haven't actually tried to dial that number. Noreen, do you want to get on that after this episode? Sure, I'll do it right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they have full page ad where they're selling the original artwork. Oh, and they've my got God. them all I listed see. there. Yeah. 1 to 99, and then they've got the classic battles, which is the battle spectra. Um, and the prices on there are incredible. Now, at the time of press, Noreen, Silver Surfer was available for $2,000. Why are you bringing stuff up like that, Ian? You know that hurts my feelings, right? Mm, yeah, it makes well, me cry asleep. Makes you, I can't it, believe each battle. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. The number you dialed has been changed, disconnected, or is no longer in service. It doesn't work. <laughs> did we you tried. actually just do that? I on did. The air? That's You're hilarious. Welcome. That's absolutely hilarious. Welcome. I can't oh, believe the bomb. battle spectres were 3,000 each. That's exactly. insane. Yeah. I know. Um, I just think it's an amazing advert. It's absolutely amazing advert. I'm going to scan it in high res because it's the kind of advert I'd actually want to print out and put in my binder, my 92 binder, because yeah. I love all, all of that con- connected stuff that goes with the set. Um, yeah. uh, I'm so I'll get character my- selection. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever taken the time to look at all the characters that are in 92. Oh, when it's listed like that. I mean, Black Cat was already sold. So if it makes you feel any better at the time this advert came out, someone had always snaffled <laughs> no up Black chance. Cat. Retroactively, yeah. you had no chance. <laughs> uh, yeah, even even if I get in a time machine and go back to when this magazine came out and dialed 1-8-card, <laughs> 1-800-card-773, I would be a loser. I would lose out. Um, so, Mark, Mark do you, have you ever dabbled into original art at all? Oh my gosh, I have I have not yet, but I told myself one day, like by the time I, you know, I've stopped collecting, I, I'd like to own like an original piece, so you yeah. know, of you know either Joe Jusco's probably, um, was you know, but ninety two, you know, there there's stuff, some stuff floating around. I've seen like yeah. on different websites for sale and stuff. Um, 
but uh, I would I would like to one day, you know. And and, and I love that Dave Palumbo had um, what he had done, where yeah. he kind of gave our group the group that you guys are admin on that you run, you know. He gave us the opportunity to like see the original art before, um, you know, it's out more to the public and stuff. So we have we have kind of the opportunity, you know, yeah. if, if if the stars align and you know, then we 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 can we can have that chance. Yeah, well, I mean, when when he was, um, I haven't um, when the first set of images from Masterpieces 2020 dropped about what six eight weeks back now. Um, with that weekend, he added those original paintings of the cards he could show to his website for sale, and popped the link on his own feed and on Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. And um, yeah, it's just great that you know we have that opportunity and we have that connection with the artist that they're, and- they're willing to do that. Yeah, and be sure to go to his site um, for anybody who's listening because he is putting out a call where you can sign up to be on his email server. And basically what he's already done is email people who are waiting to see that original art. And oh, wow. he's already – yeah, he's already given directions on what he's going to do and how it's going to go up, um, I believe, week to week in a certain batch, week to week type of thing. And people you know, will be responded to. So – you know, and he's also going to make that announcement in the group from what he, cool. he's told Ian, told Ian and I. So, yeah. So, I mean, that was originally the whole thing about the group, right, was to be able to get these opportunities for people who are going to actually want these things and, yeah. and, and enjoy yeah. them, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's a it's a, you know, uh, first and foremost, MMC was, you know, for fans and appreciation of all the Marvel Masterpieces series. Right. So, um, and and long may that continue. So. So, Mark, did you um, so you, 92 when you were kind of 10, 11, did you then kind of stay with the cards and and do any of the other Masterpieces sets in the 90s? Uh, just 93, 92, 93. And OK, because, um, you know, most of the time um, I was. um because like you know he started as a comic book right so like when i was when i was a kid my dad would take me to the comic book shop and that's kind of like why i also love 92 because i remember just those memories of you know when my dad would take me as a kid and and get these comic books and then that was kind of like so i kind of did the both the 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 comic books and then the cards but then eventually the cards just took over and for me uh it was because you know like comic books are great you know there's like history and stuff and you can read before before you know digital technology you know you can read it and stuff but like with cards i mean they don't take up as much space you know and then with the, well. the comic books <laughs> the comic books you can you can read digitally for most of them you know so yeah. it's like um they're not like for me like i still collect some of the slab books if you know prices are right and stuff but um they're not the comic books are not like being used for what they were intended for which was reading yeah. Um, you know, when they were first made, but the cards, I mean, you're there, you're getting the intended use out of them, which was like appreciating the card, you know, there's mm-hmm. nothing you need to open up and stuff that you don't mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happened with me too, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm the, I'm the same way. Like I've read all the issues of surfer and I've dived into other uh, stories, especially um, ones that are standalones and one shots and the limited five issues. Cause I like those more condensed stories than serialized uh, stuff and indie comics and graphic novels. But you know, what it ended up coming down to was that 
I like the idea of holding original art in my hand. Yeah. Like I don't like that text, that idea of being able to store art and have this kind of memory of collection about all these different pieces and seeing how it's like holding a gallery. You know what I mean? You basically are getting to go to this gallery and look at all these pieces. I, I don't know for me too. And like the trading, the collecting, the, you know, looking for grails, all that stuff. It's just resonated with me. Same, very similarly. Yeah. Mm. So, um, on the um, on the comics, well, I guess on the character side of things, is there any particular character or comics that you kind of have an affinity to, or is it different for comics and cards? Or obviously, oh. we know what we know what no one's into. Hey, yeah. What? I, it was funny, it kind of evolved, you know. For me, like when I was a kid, it was all about Spider-Man and his villains, you know, Amazing Spider-Man. And my one of my first issues was like the the one where Carnage came, and so like that was kind of like where. Ooh. I, Three six two is that three six three six one I think three six one yes yeah so like literally like I think the first issue I ever got from my dad was like three sixty which was like right before and then three sixty one with that iconic cover so that's kind of like what what got me hook line and sinker um, so as a kid mostly like Spider Man and then um, more recently like Thanos uh, it's kind kind of completely different you know because you have you know galactic you know galaxy type stuff but I don't know I think I just the, with the movies that came out, the MCU movies that came out, like mm-hmm. with, uh, with Thanos, I think it kind of, kind of became uh, more of his, like a collector of his character. Mm, interesting. It's a great character. That yeah. um, Carnage run was that Mark Bag? It was Mark Bagley's yeah. artwork at yes, that period, it was. wasn't it? Yeah, it's bizarre because I've um, I've recently just um, made a very <laughs> difficult decision to jump off the amazing. Are we keeping you up, Norin? Are we keeping you up? Gee, you, know, I, you know, I tried to do it quietly. It's got cold in North Carolina, so my feet got cold in that yarn. I don't know <laughs> well, what's wrong with me. I'm well, the thing is, I, I, I no, I know why it is. I know why it is. It's because you're drinking. You were drinking I, a bedtime I, drink before we started recording. No, you were drinking cocoa. Yeah, I drink coffee. And Ian can get over it and he caught me this morning out of my silver surfer mug drinking hot cocoa ladies and gentlemen i am seven years old that's so, quite that, right I, either that or 70 with a blanket over your knees and slippers on so you know i'm okay with that too i'm fine I, with it. i, I record partner. most episodes like that so that's okay um <laughs> with my amazing spider-mans i recently i keep talking about this on episodes because it's because it's for me it's a big deal um because i i'm 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 very difficult to stay focused as a collector so i tend to you know, try and get, you know, if it's especially with comics. So I've literally just parted with about half my comic collection. Um, and I've capped amazing Spider-Man at 801 at the end of Dan Slott's run, because uh-huh. it's a perfect jumping off point. And I had the issues since with the, um, is it Nick Spencer was the, is the, is the writer at the moment? I can't remember now. Anyway. Um, and it just, it, it just wasn't kind of clicking with me. I just wasn't digging his stories. And I was like, you know what? I'm not enjoying it. And actually, where does it end? Because you're up to issue 850 soon with Amazing Spider-Man. And it's like, there's only so many comics you can actually have from one, se- <laughs> from one long-running series. Um, so, I've, so I've capped it off there. Um, but um, I don't actually own those Carnage issues. Um, there's, a, there's, there's kind of a gap where I stopped buying Amazing Spider-Man that have gone and backfilled, but of course, because they're some of the most expensive issues, I don't have those issues, um, which is which is rather frustrating. Fortunately, I do have Amazing Spider-Man 300, um, which, is, uh, get, which is a pretty pricey book these days, um, mm-hmm. especially in high grades. So, um, so do you... Um, on you mentioned slab stuff. So, what what kind of what catches your eye when you're buying the slab comics? Is it the iconic covers, or yeah. issues that kind of mean stuff to you, or both? 
Um, recently, it's been like the iconic covers for me. Um, I haven't, you know, it's like, it's like I usually do one or the other. I mean, I'd say in the past, um, for me, since like 2016, when I got back into collecting and stuff, I'd say 90% of my collecting was in cards, like Marvel cards, and then like 10% recently was on the books. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was mostly the, the iconic covers. Um, and if it's at a good price, like there's a lot of, uh, the good thing with comic books is there's so many of them where you can like, you can look up uh, how much you know the going rate is and market trends are, so you, yeah. you can feel like you can get like a good price for them. So if I if I feel like I there's there's one on auction or something that's going for a little less, and I have you know some funds to do it, then um, and if it's Spider Man, then I might I might pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but with cards, it's so different because because the the market's so um, small. You know, like you have yeah. so many cards that are like out of ten or out of twenty five. You know, mm-hmm. and then some people go. You know, some people have like they grade them too. So the higher the grade, the higher, yeah. you know, so it's, but it's hard. Cause I don't, I don't know if there's a publication out there that says, okay, yeah, this, this one, like, I mean, cause I think recently there've been a lot of sales on eBay um, for the 2016 silver spectrums, I think like recently. And so like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you can find a publication that says, yep, this is worth X amount of dollars. Well, well, non-sport update, uh, had um, as traditionally always had a price guide. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't personally purchased non-sport update for a number of years now, just because I I was kind of uh, I don't know. I just didn't. I just kind of stopped stopped buying it at a certain yeah. point. Um, but not, not not that I didn't like it. I just kind of got out of the habit of it. And I'm you know I no longer work fifty yards away from Forbidden Planet that used to get it in, which is probably another reason. Um, but um, one of the interesting things about uh, about the non-sport update price guide that I heard people kind of commenting about is that they had they had Marvel Masterpieces 96 listed and people were going, well, if I could get it at that price that you, your price guide says it was, then I'd probably buy five sets and then sell the rest and pay my mortgage. Um, oh. So, and I, I don't think, I think it's very difficult with the best will in the world. I think it's very challenging for anyone to try and do that. Um, so hats off to them for, for doing what they do because since eBay and especially Comsi, those prices change, you know, so incredibly Weekly. regularly. Yeah, daily. Yeah, because, yeah, it really, it. here's the thing, right? So Kevin St. Jack, Kevin number one, right? Yeah. Um, he, you know, he's been really amazing at, you know, trying to price these things and doing things on our I channel where it's like top trends. 25 yeah. market trends and, and really investigating and doing a great job yeah, doing yeah. that. Um, you know, it's funny. Everyone always posts on these things. And actually recently just spoke to a guy who's a little bit of an odd egg, but, you know, basically was like, what are the top cards I should be getting? I want to get them now. I just want to do all the grail stuff first. <laughs> and I think the, 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 the reason I laugh about that is that you have to know the hobby to know what to get because there's mm-hmm. things that are very much more obscure than the silver spectrums that yeah. are just as expensive right so all of us know about these and understand you know how rare they are and in terms of you know the type of condition they are in and all that kind of stuff and they're extremely difficult yeah. to get i think honestly people who are coming into car collecting mm16 is the set that has the highest value and it is it's one of the sets that continues to climb in price even though prices i would argue are you know balancing out you're seeing on ebay sold listings that's your answer right yeah. ebay yeah. sold listings that's the best way you can gauge it. And you also have to be honest with yourself, too. Does it mean that much to you to spend 12, 15, 
$1,800, you know, or $3,500 on a red which stock. Is, which is the extreme. Which is the extreme. That is very much a very small proportion of, um, you know, the top 1%, I would say, you know. I um, think the thing, though, my, my point is that, you know, if you're looking at tier four cards for the base, then you're looking at, you know, like a 150, 120, depending on the character, and the price goes up and down. But it also depends when other sets are coming out. It depends on, you know, the sold listings, the comp C, how many are out there, who's selling yeah. the full set. Yeah. But yeah, Mark, Mark, you're talking about Silver Spectrum autographs, right? Yeah, like the 2016 ones. Yeah. Because I think Spider Man, there was a Spider Man that sold recently for a lot more than I thought it would. And then the, I think the 2018 uh, Red Spectrum sold recently too. Uh, for did, yeah. 2018, and that was about a little bit higher than I thought it would sell sell for. Also, yeah. At the end of the day, though, there may be only one or two people in market for that, exactly. um, and that, that that I think that's the thing. It's not a, it's not something whereby. You know, I see listings that have sat on eBay for an awfully long time at a high price, and you think, well, actually, you know, there's either not a market for that card because if if there is, they'll have found it, and or they're not willing to pay as much as you've got it listed for. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's kind, of, you know, it's kind of a because you know there is only so much someone's willing to pay. Now, if one person comes along, and this is this is always the frustration with such a limited thing like this, if just one person comes along and says, yes, I'm willing to pay that, even though in the last five years no one else has been willing to do so, suddenly the card is worth that much, even though there might be nine others of them out there, which in almost no other area of um, buying and selling would that be the case. But because it's such a limited the limited thing that's kind of i i find it quite strange um i mean possibly original artwork and you know paintings and things see you know and that's where i draw the line too i think a lot of times you know i think this stuff happens in sports cards you know what i mean quite a bit i mean this is like kind of like card you know look when you look at cgc and you do a graded comic you know exactly what different grades sell for because there's a little bit of a range and there's tons of apps you can look at i'm sure you know about this right mark and all this yes yep you know, you can track these things. No one's really doing the tracking with the cards. One, because it's not that big of a hobby. Two, yeah. it's pretty rare to have those kind of prices that would make other companies mm-hmm. want to track it because it is kind of fresh. I do think Marvel Masterpieces 16 and up are going to change the market in the future, hopefully. So it brings more attention and all that kind of good stuff. Hopefully I can get my stuff before then. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, and I, you know, honestly, I don't believe in this. Look, for me personally, I always do it on, if I can buy original art for this price, which is a totally different segment, a totally different hobby, you know what I mean, than card, than card stuff. Yeah. It really is. You know, and, and other people don't look at it that way. Yeah. It, it's just that what I value out of cards is the artwork, mm-hmm. not the card, right? I yeah. value having that experience with the artwork. So if I can buy the original artwork for the same price as like a Red Spectrum, then I have a problem as a collector paying that much for the card. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, totally. That makes makes totally. absolutely perfect sense. Um, it, the, it's interesting that this came up. Someone on the group earlier today uh, was posting, uh, posted a, a, a signed 
uh, Flare card. So in Marvel Flare 2019, uh, yes. the artist signed, uh, I think it was 30. Peach. Yeah, 30. Yeah, so um, specifically Peach, but just generally across the set, every artist signed 30. So there'll be 30 of each of Eric Gist's. There'll be 30 of Dave DeVries's pieces. There'll be 30 of um, uh, Sean Galloway. Uh, and, and, and each Peach Momoko is 30. Now, of those, Peach Momoko's, is definitely um, seen a, a, a level of stock rising because she's she's now more of a hot artist on the variant cover scene, deservedly so. Um, and obviously, she's got anime coming out as well, which I think is perfectly timed given given how much uh, more popular um, she is. And, and yeah, it's great, and I, I love her work, and it's well deserved. Interestingly, on the on the on the on the flare. And Flarian, particularly um, um, the one I'm looking at now, is the Black Cat. Um, the the signed ones are only limited to thirty, and so now, well, it's very interesting that that they are listed for a lot on Comsi, but I'm not I'm not sure they're actually going for that on Comsi, because when you look at sold listings for signed flare cards on eBay, they are all well. There's there's only a few of them showing at the moment, and they're all 200 or below, and they've all taken best offer. So it's very difficult to actually see what they're selling for. So I think there's a certain amount of speculation going on with them. People putting them on at three, four hundred, and hoping that they get them. But they are definitely drying up. People are going for those. Now I'm very glad. I'm just going to pull it out and show you here the card, not anything else. Um, my my flarium, <laughs> um, my flarium cat. If my background will let me do it. I'm going to turn my background off. You know what? Let's turn your background off. Say, no, and say, Ian, turn your background off. Ian, turn your background off. Marvelous. We'll edit that. Um, so there's my there's my flarium side, and I think I got that. Uh, me and you, Noren, we both went in. We scooped up our our relevant characters. Very yes, that's right. Because because you had buybacks from Surfer in that set. Yeah, I picked that um, up quick. Yeah, I wasn't going to because those go up in price too. I, by well, the way, I love Peach's signature. Yeah, oh, I love Peach's yeah. signature. God, and you can see it, one of my favorite signatures. Silver just there, um, just there. These are nice but, cards um, too, man. The flareums yeah. are beautifully designed. They and really I put are. this on the tasting notes. So I've got number twenty-three of thirty. Now, mm. so those are. I think I maybe paid. Well, wouldn't have been much more than 50, maybe a bit below. Um, and I think both my buybacks I got for about 20 or 30. And they're just right. numbered to 20. So, um, and I'm glad I got those quickly. And I, I guess what I'm coming around to, Mark, and I think it, it t- tails into when you kind of said that you sat down and suddenly looked and you were at the right time, is I still remember to this day looking on eBay uh, a Silver Spectrum Auto Black Cat from 2016. Mm-hmm. And thinking about it for five minutes, going back, and it was gone. And it was about 150 bucks, and it was within the few days of the set being broken. Oh, and wow. to my to to this day, I wish I I snapped that up, um, because you know I, I'm not interested in you know, jo, Joe's signature is lovely, but I'm not going to pay you know massive amounts uh, for that one. So you know that card that card's gone for me now. You know I would have paid a certain amount for it, but. The, the amount they're going for now, I I wouldn't do. So I guess I guess what I'm coming around to, there is a limit to what yeah. our, our value perception of what we're willing to spend. Like Noreen, you said, you know, you'll you'll go up to a certain amount on an original piece of artwork if it if it sings to you. I mean, honestly, I found the Red Spectrum Silver Surfer. The amount wow. of money, yeah, I found it. I found it. I know exactly where it is. Well, I know the email address. So where it 
<laughs> okay. And that'll be on the tasting notes, yet, folks. Or that'll her. be on the tasting notes. No. <laughs> but um, I found it. You know, the price. I had in mind a number. I shot it out there. He's very nice. Not a bad dude or woman. I'm not sure. And, um, you know, th- this person said they had offers that were, you know, not significantly higher, but higher enough where I was kind of like, at this at that point i'm i'm not interested and and i have my speculation i have my beliefs on where the prices are going to hit ceiling and where they'll fall and where they'll end up being in the future and all this other stuff which you know to be honest is not a popular opinion because i've spoken to other people who are more just you know and mark's very modest about his collection mark's a, a badass um <laughs> you know he, he really is I don't, I don't have that kind of collection you know it's very time dedication he pulled the trigger on smart moves constantly but me personally i you know i just i hit that ceiling and i'm just like i just don't want to do it and as as crappy as it is as much as i would love to have that red spec surfer you have to be okay with your collection i think a lot of times people get into the That's values the and, yeah if it's you over know? your value threshold, then, you know, just walk away, you know, sleep at Trust night. Me, there's <laughs> other cards, man. It's going to oh, happen. Yes. Like there's going to oh, be yes. tons of more cards and things that are going to be different and more exciting. I mean, look at MM 2020 as a segue, right? Mm-hmm. Look, honestly, you have MM 16, MM 18, MM 20. Each one has such a different style of art. Yeah. People are coming in and out of these sets in a very natural way. It's like, ah, I love this art. I'll take it. I'm not so much about this. I'm on 18. Let me go pick up what I'm missing from 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like that tickles your, tickles your I, fancy. Yeah. So Mark, what are you going in for 2020? I, I am. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, recently I've looked at the, the group and uh, there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of people are super excited for it. So, but I think I'm probably, uh, I might just start out with just trying to try to get to uh, the tier one and tier two and tier three cards. Um, and then, tier four stuff if stuff pops around i might try and pick those up if they're yeah. you know but but i think there's a lot of um interest in 2020 and a lot of people are you know just reading the comments on the group you know they're very excited for it so i think it's going to be high demand it'll probably whenever it goes on an epax i don't know when that'll be probably in three or four months um i think it'll sell out pretty quick yeah yeah i think yeah. so too i think it'll be gone before we know it i mean what was this what was the day count on 18 again ian 11 so 11 is wow <laughs> 11 and the speculation right now is that you know there's going to be more product on epac than there would be in hobby stores just by you know people's ability to get boxes and stuff like that so maybe it'll last just a little bit longer based on volume size but yeah i think i think people are really excited about this new set i think yeah. it's fun man it's it's you know it's about time it's you know it's getting everybody yeah. ready to go there's i mean it is limited there. they can't print more because they number them so you know it is yeah what that's it is. what i yeah. like man I prefer I prefer it numbered. I know it's harder to get product and to build sets and all that stuff, but yeah. as a collector, my personal preference is that things are numbered. I rather yeah. them be numbered than not. Yeah, I mean, I've seen folks saying, you know, if um, they're making it so hard to get, uh, one of the comments that uh, it wound me up a little bit actually, but oh, they're making it so hard to get. How are they ever expecting to attract people into the hobby? Masterpieces isn't your entry level attracting people into the hobby. No. product. it's for you know, it is a high end. 
yeah. more Product. premium set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what that's what they at, made it with just go coming back in 2016. Any product that's put in a retail store, that's the product that's going to get people going. You don't see yeah. Star Wars Masterworks in hobby store and in and like Target very often if if at all, I don't think. Like Marvel Annual, I think that's a great set. There's beautiful cards in that set. Marvel Annual's amazing. Yeah, there's it's that's lovely. a great entry set. It's not yeah. it's not crazy expensive and there's a lot of cool fun inserts and new characters and it's updated you know what i mean that's that's fun but you don't really cool cards no you don't look at masterpiece and think that it's i think masterpiece is probably on the highest end of our hobby right i would think think I think so. Yeah, I think. I mean, I know. I know people. I know Premier is a high price point, but I think Premier is 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 all about the sketches. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a subcategory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Premier is kind of a very different thing. Uh, yeah. Masterpieces is without doubt the most premium yeah. original art set there is um, yeah. out, out there. So, so Mark, what's your what's the most? You might not want to tell me this, or you might not. You might. You might oh, want to tell yeah. me the amount, but you. you don't no, say, I'm just going to ask. What's the most you've spent on a on a card? Don't just, ask. Don't don't say it, Mark. Keep yeah, it to yourself. No, I'd, I'd like to uh, take the fifth on that. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. I live in the UK. That has a different meaning. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Fair enough. You, you know what I like to I like to um, just touch on though. I think you guys brought up a really good point about entry level and you know things like that, like different entry points. You know, the first time I really realized, um, if I can somehow bring this together, um, the first time I realized there were kind of different um, markets. You know, when when Joe when Joe Jusco had the IDW book out for his 2016 set, you know, um, this is he made a comment and and he said, you know, these they're kind of like different segments. Like you have book you know, the book form of the art, and then you have, like, the card. And it's, like, a different they're, – they're different markets, you know, different people. And I realize yeah. that, too, like, when I go into, like, comic book stores, like, and I ask, hey, do you guys have, like, Marvel masterpieces? And, like, this is a couple years ago, and the people that I would ask are like, well, wasn't that set from 92? I'm like, no, they came out with a new set, and da 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 yeah. And, like, so these people, like, they don't – like, the comic, the LCS people, like, they don't really know because it's in a different – different market you know different it's a completely different market different different type of um collector and then also with cards now too which i think is great with the anime set because i think the anime set when it comes out it's gonna i think it's gonna bring people who are not really into marvel cards yet but are into anime and then so so it's like they're 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 like growing they're growing the pie i think you know by doing that so i think that's a great idea um, it'll be interesting yeah, yeah. to see. You know, I've seen some of the sketches that people have done for anime, or the ones that are out on the internet, and it is an interesting take. You know, and it's it's just it's just nice to reimagine stuff. You know, so I it refreshes be- the hobby, man. You yeah, know, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go for a box of that. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's not very often that Marvel will do stuff with their license like that. You know what I mean? Or, you know, take the risk and show these characters differently because there is so much money behind all these characters realistically. So, you know, doing stuff with a license like that can be kind of nerve wracking, I'm sure, for people who who own those properties. But you don't see that very often, you know, and I and I I always would I would always prefer innovation over stagnant type of product you know what i mean over over repetition always 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 i would rather have that that's why i like that all the artists for the masterpieces series have been different you know Mm -hmm. i remember you know people always up in arms about the different artists or whatever the case may be um there is something i did want to talk about which would be fun for the show 
but I'll segue into that. But yes, the the different artists, I like that they're doing radically different artists and they all have different takes because I think yep. it keeps the series fresh. Um, and I think it keeps everyone coming back for more and also bringing other people into it who might know the, 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 the niche of the hobby. But um diving into something that I wanted to ask Mark about and Ian, because we haven't even talked about it. The checklist. Yes. The checklist. Sorry, I, I, you started me off flicking through the Just Go IDDW book, and I'm just I'm just lost That's in it. Beautiful. It's just That's beautiful. That's a great book, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's a weightlifting piece, this thing. Uh, nice. For those who haven't had this, I, I strongly recommend you um, pick it up. Featuring a brand new introduction by Bill Sinkevich, uh, I really properly need to sit down and have another re- read of this book. Oh, it's just beautiful. That. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I, for some reason, I think, I think every time I've looked at it, I've just gone in for the artwork yeah me too i didn't notice that i've owned this for two years i've never read bill's intro so bill apologies (laughs) for that if you listen um but um uh, the checklist for 2020 that's that's well listen we'll talk about it i mean we are going to do no one doesn't know this yet but we are going to do kind of a review episode about 2020 uh, and and dave will come back and talk to us about the artworks he couldn't talk about dave palumbo he has promised he to make a return visit to this very podcast folks so um so Dave, thank you uh, for that. But yeah, that checklist. I guess I better get it up on my screen because I, I kind of almost, almost. Um, in fact, no, hang on a minute. I'll have a look at the wonderful little checklist images. Um, are they trading card format? Uh, yeah, or, or, or the, or the Instagram thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so Norin um, did some rather nice tier one, two, three, and four checklist. Uh, kind of cards if you like uh, images that you could you know in card uh, format so <clears throat> i guess the biggest thing is the shuffling around of characters yes yes the spider-man is now a tier one so it's very and, accessible and captain america captain and america. iron man yep and deadpool four ghost yep. rider jeez all the biggies black panthers there too they missed a trick black. not putting thor as card number four I'm just gonna say uh, that. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I agree. I <laughs> Sorry. Agree. I think it's, it's fascinating. Just... No, I mean honestly. Okay, Mark. Since you're our guest, you go first, brother. What's your thoughts on this? How you feeling? How what you like about it? What you dislike about it? Uh, I do like that it's you know I think because you know Spider Man for for sixteen and eighteen was so like hard to get for a lot of people. It's tier mm. four and stuff. So I think now it's it's cool that you know you have access to it if you're like an entry level or kind of like a first time collector of masterpieces. Um, I, I think it's it's interesting. You know, it's cool to, to mix it up. You know, um, the tier four though, like I would, I, I I don't know about um, uh, like ego. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll, I'm going to preserve judgment. You know, but I think it's going to be it's just interesting. I think it's going to be. I don't think people are going to be so hardcore into ego as they would be if it was Spider Man. You know, if it was a tier four, yeah. like I don't, yep. I don't know. I mean, I think I think Upper Deck have deliberately listened there to feedback um, about the fact yeah. that the most popular characters were that high up. So, yeah. um, and you know, hats off to them. I think listen, they're they're going to please some people with changing stuff and annoy others. So I don't think you yeah. ever yeah. get it right. But um, we'll put this on the tasting notes. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to read out tier four which are limited to just 99 cars just just because i'm not going to read out all the others because there's there's too many of them so tier four so you've still got wolverine in there and he was a tier four last time then you've got scar uh i'm not sure i i know 
Help me out, Scar. I had to look him up too. I think he's some kind of um, de- derivation of Hulk, like a future yeah. Hulk or a future ah. Hulk song or okay. something. Right. He has a really cool design to him, but it is very Hulk esque. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Then you've got Red Skull, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to see what Dave has done. Yeah, with I Red think that's going to be that's going to be awesome. I think. Um, Agreed. Then you've got, and, and this is another one I don't know. I'm Grey, so excited about this one. Great gargoyle. <laughs> I'm excited. I like Great Gargoyle. I don't I'm know. No, Do you I guys remember? I, no. He was He's in the 92 set, character. wasn't he? Mark? Oh, which set? 92? I could have sworn he was in Marvel. No, Great Gargoyle so. was not in 92. I, let me, let me, I'm going to Google now. Check. I just know, I think I think Great Gargoyle, I, I thought he was mostly like, um, he started off as a Thor guy, right? A Thor character? No, uh, probably Thor right. Uh, super I, villain. Right, yeah. he's a super villain. Journey into Mystery 107, August 64. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a Jack Kirby one. Okay. Uh, right, yeah. No, see, Thor, I've, I've never really gotten into the Thor comics. So this is why, this is always one of my blind spots when it comes to characters in, in, in sets, is if it's in Thor, chances are I won't have a clue who it is. <laughs> it kind of looks like a grey version of Mr. Sinister, in a way. When you yeah, like, yeah. Um, although he's got so. really blue gloves um <laughs> you can even get a marvel legends figure of him so he must be pretty you know well established if they've done yeah. a marvel legends figure okay interesting then you've got ego the living planet now i have a feeling that's not going to look like kurt russell from guardians of the galaxy 2 yeah. it's probably going to look more like <laughs> better ang- it, well it's going to look more like the angry pac-man version that you normally get yeah. um, i hope i see that go that goatee man i'm excited <laughs> That yeah, sexy well. ego, the living planet goatee. That's hot. By the way, the gray gargoyle. I'm an idiot. I was thinking of '94. Uh, there's a female yes. gargoyle that Hildebrandt did. I forget her name. Oh, I don't. Oh, it's. I don't it's remember. Flip in my mind as well. Yeah, but she's beautiful. But I, I, I don't know why I confuse those things. You know, mm. I, I messed that up. So I'll take that lick. That's fine. Next. <laughs> Quite right. So, Ego the Living Planet. I, 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 you Google image Ego the Living Planet, and you get some just mm. mad, mad stuff. It's almost as bad as uh, googling a uh, Modoc. Anyway, um, then you've got then you've got Storm. So mm. that's interesting. I think she was tier three last time. Last I think two so times, too. Yeah. Storm. Um, I Storm so she's, she, I she's had a promotion. Cool. That's good. Uh, then you've got Martin X, uh, another character that I'm not as familiar with, but I know that it kind of when when I've seen the imagery, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the um, uh, kind of Spider-Man noir, kind of almost in a way that some of the imagery you see uh, of the character. If I'm thinking of the right person, um, but that's more of on on the X-Men kind of um, spectrum, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you type in Martin X and I end up with loads of pictures of, uh, anyway, so we'll move on. Um, Craven at 89. This is like doing the pop charts. Craven this week is, is down to 89. Um, we all, we all know, we all know Craven, uh, Craven the Hunter. Yes. Interesting. Okay. And then 90 is, is Emma Frost. And we've seen the card art for Emma Frost, too. Have we? We have. Really? It was on Upper Deck's site, and it was showing her what if. Oh, oh, okay. I must have missed that one. All right, I'll, um, I'll go and have a butcher's at that then. Um, I, 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 uh, personally, I love that they've mixed it up. Yeah, I, I think really so. Do. Yeah. I think it needed it. Um, I think uh, I might be wrong. No, I might not be wrong. 
I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it. I think some people are a bit cheesed off because they maybe don't see the value in those characters being tier four because they know I'll have to pay more to complete them, whereas they'll pay that much for a Spider Man. Mm. I don't. I don't know if that tier four is going to demand the prices that it's been demanding. I think it's going to change with this set. I think orange is going to become a little more expensive because all of them will be 99 and you'll have your Spider-Man 99 at that point. Um, And I think it puts a target on Wolverine's back. I think that's going to be the card that people are going to for pretty popular. Right. I think so. That's a good point. Yeah. Wolverine's always been popular. I mean, it was the lead image they released for the set. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's true, right? That so, and Venom, that's going to be a big one. Venom and him. Yeah. Uh, Venom. Those Where is Venom? Ones. Let me have a look. Where, what tier oh, is yeah. Venom in? Uh, Venom is tier... I can't find him. Where is he? Oh, he's tier one. He's number 18. Ah, yes, of course. That's wow. Right. Yeah, tier one goes up to 36. So They've even put Venom's tier one. Wow. Punisher okay. is there, too. Yep. Black Arcade, that's crazy. Yeah, cats at twenty three. That's gonna um, be nice. And again, there are so this is why I want to come and talk to um this is why I want to talk to Dave again when when we're in a position to do so because there's some characters in here that are real, real deep cuts. Um and if mm. I remember correctly, I, I have a feeling that there were probably I, I don't want to say the number because I'm remembering it wrong, and I don't want to, I don't want to misquote Dave, but I, I do remember hearing him say somewhere that there were a certain number that he had to have in there that were kind of like, okay, you have to have these characters, and then it was kind of like, but then you can choose what you want. So I know, for example, Howard the Duck is in tier three. Yeah, Howard like the that. Duck. I'm so excited about Howard. As soon as the checklist come out, I I messaged Dave uh, and I said, I said, Howard the Duck. And then I repeated it in caps. Howard the Duck. (laughs) We have to talk. (laughs) Well, they got this is even crazier. They have Pip the Troll. Yeah. I think Dave was really excited about that, too. Yeah. So and I I think it'd be cool. I mean, because, you know, I don't think I've seen him Pip the Troll much in other cards. Mm. So it'll be cool to see his take on it. I think we got some crazy people too. I think we got Blade and Rogue. I mean, yeah. Yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Was Blade and Rogue in the first two, 18 and 16? Mm, Rogue Blade. was in 16. Uh, Blade that's right. Was, I think. I think Blade was. Am I? I don't know. Hang on. Let oh, have a look. Blade was Blade was in 16 also. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember. Yeah, because I remember doing it on, on daily masterpieces. There, there were some properly interesting. There's not many deep cuts in in level one in tier one. So tier one is kind of shut up and play the hits. Yeah. That is true. Um, so it is very much a crowd pleaser. So I would say that is it possible because tier one are normally because there, there's 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 two thousand of each card basically. It's numbered to one nine nine nine. So um, when we've previously seen like the set fully break, tier one cards have, have obviously been much, much lower in value because there's the most of them. So you can you can still acquire a tier one set relatively affordably of 2018 and 2016. Agreed. Um, do we think that the tier one set is going to be a little bit more expensive this time around? Even I don't think so. I don't think so. I think this will just put pressure on like other inserts that are everyone's numbered really low. So like orange, and I think it'll put pressure on the silver spectrums too. Yeah. yeah. Personally. Interesting. Okay. I want, I want, I just want to pull out some of the deep cuts cause people can go through these. I personally, I'm really excited that Hellstorm is in there. Yes. Um, and, and Serta as well. And uh, ghost spider, spider yep. Gwen. 
Uh, yeah. Now, interesting, fun fact, folks. The first time I've seen her in any Marvel card set with the new name, they've stopped calling her Spider-Gwen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I was wondering yeah. who that was. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because yeah. they changed her name recently. So I guess they changed her name for Masterpieces too. Yeah. Wow. Um, Hulk's in level two, so he's a bit. He's, he's kind of a, a, a Doctor Strange. There's some really nice ones from the... Um, well, Krakoa, I'm really interested in seeing because of the House of X, Powers of X prominence. Oh, that's, that's who that is. Um, and I'm also <laughs> deeply excited that Ebony Moore is in yeah. the mix for Tier 2 because um, there are some really good visualizations of that character. But again, there's some here that I'm like, X Nihilo? Nihilo? Who's that? Yeah, I'm not really sure that is either. Yeah. Same. Um, but but I like that because for me there will be characters I discover from this set. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Queen. I don't really know who Red Queen is. Yeah, Red Queen. Isn't Red Queen? Let me look. Oh, okay, so yeah, Ebony Mall. That's right. Yeah, Red Ebony Queen is one of the um, Thanos that's a good uh, one. gang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, what Red Queen looks awesome. That is a sick costume. So she looks really great. Is oh, it so related? I yeah it is so she has like that dominatrix type of costume Ooh. and then she's had a change here and there but yeah she, I think Dave style will suit that really yeah. well um, and in tier three the the one apart from Howard the Duck the one that I'm really excited about is Sentinels I I I mean the Sentinels just visually whenever anyone's tackled that yeah awesome. it's just yeah it's just great and you know and much like Taskmaster which is one of the um which is one of the holofoils, I believe. Um, Taskmaster has got Captain America, Vision, and someone else at the bottom of that image. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if Sentinels might have other characters kind of on there, you know, yeah, maybe slicing and dicing them a little bit or or being given a hard time by the Sentinels. So, um, But there's a few there that I just don't know. Uh, like Egghead. Boom Boom is in there, man. I haven't seen Boom Boom yeah. in a while. That's cool. Egghead. Egghead. I don't know which, like who who he's part of, but he he literally. I mean, think of Humpty Dumpty. I think it's probably. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Batman. Yeah. He's yeah. a mad scientist kind of looking guy with an egghead shape. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, I I love it. I, I'm really excited. Um, I can't wait to see some more of the art. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's going to be a fun set. There's a lot of nice little surprises there, and I think a lot of people too. I think people. I think most of the time people pick their favorites based on the art they really like. Yeah. Like I love um, Wasp now because of MM18. I love what Bianchi did with Wasp in that in that card image. Just absolutely beautiful. So I'm excited to see like all these new characters and Dave's take on them. It's gonna yeah, be pretty I, fun. I like they've mixed it up a bit. Did uh, I can't? I, I don't know if um, you guys have already discussed this in, on the page or anything, but um, do we know if the if the coll not the collation the the run is about the same as sixteen and eighteen like because I know they added metallurgy so I don't know does that mean they're going to be more cards overall or, or the same number of cards the I think cases was like the what we come up with for sixteen and eighteen like do you think do you think nine hundred cases is about going to be the same for twenty 
I think it will be nudged slightly higher just simply to fit in the metallurgy, but not much. Mm-hmm. They're, they're producing the same amount of all the others from, from mm-hmm. all, the, all, the, all the clown maths that we've seen on the. I, I can't remember. Someone did do a really excellent post where they did a spreadsheet and yeah. they, they actually used all the numbers. Um, Matt, Matt Parks might have done that, actually. Um, rings a bell. Um, and it's a, it's a great one to look at, but you look at it and you very quickly go cross-eyed. Um, so <laughs> who, who knows? I mean, the metallurgy numbered, they're, they're effectively they're metal cards, um, yeah. hand-numbered to 25. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're going to interesting. I don't know. What, what I do like is when you look at the checklist, um, the preliminary art this time has the same numbering. Mm-hmm. As the main set, yeah, yeah. very nice. Um, yeah, which is which is re- actually really pleasing for me. So, for example, when I eventually do get the different, you know, the black cat cards number twenty three, it will be nice to have the numbering the same when you look at them. It's just kind of a nice pleasing thing when you see it in the page, or uh, even have it as an insert, right? Because for the other yeah. set, you kind of only got to see the pre work, not of all the base, right? You got some of the battle, you got some of the kaleidoscope. That's right. But at least now you'll have like at least every base card you see in the set, you'll see a prelim of that art. Also, you have a chance at getting a redemption card. So all the base art that's in here, all the redemptions that are owned are by Upper Deck and they have just the base. So number one through 90, they have all those artworks as prelims. So technically, you know, if you see a card you like, you can get a redemption card or eventually third market in, you know, secondhand or whatever. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. So, so Mark, if you opened a box tomorrow of 2020, mm-hmm. what would be the thing you would hope um, would be in there? What would be your ideal pull? Uh, probably. It, 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 there's a lot of good stuff here. A lot of good material, you know. Mm. Um, I, I. But for me, I think if I pulled a red spectrum, that would be really cool. Any particular character or any red spectrum? Uh, any any red spectrum. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good. I agree. Good. All right. I agree. Uh, I like Dave's signature. Uh, spectrums might be nice. A little, yeah. a little pool too. That might be oh, really I, fun. But I, I saw his sketch cards too. The sketch cards that he's doing, are, I think they're really, they're really good. They, they almost they're look really like mini, good. mini paintings. <laughs> they really do. They really do. They look clean. Very, very clean. Mm-hmm. And they're they marked off phenomenal. too. Yeah, they're actually marked off. So like. I think from the difference between Jusco, Bianchi, and Palumbo was that Jusco, I you know for APs he did the whole card, you know acrylic or whatever. Um, for the base, it was headshots mostly, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah. For the yeah. base, yeah, yeah. And then you know for the base for Bianchi, you had like the prelim kind of drawings of portraits for the characters, and then for the APs they were painted. But still portraits. And I like, you know, I like Bianchi's like negative space. So there's a lot of white space still in the card and, you know, kind of suits the format of the card really well, in my opinion. And then you look at Palumbo and Palumbo's taped off the edges like you would on a canvas to give you that square. And it's just a full square of a painting. Um, and not all portraits either. I mean, if you look at the video, you get a sneak peek of the Iron Man. I don't know yeah. if you guys have seen that. That thing looked gorgeous and that was like almost full body i think 
Yeah. Very close, yeah. I think so. Very close. Very clean, very nice. So there's a lot of good range there between all three as well. I think what's going to be fun is seeing, like, because now that we have three, we have, like, nine-page three rows. You know what I mean? So, like, you can get a sketch from each artist and put them in a three row. And it oh, kind of takes, yeah. Oh, right? that's interesting. Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah. It's going to be cool to see the pairings. I'm excited to see what people get inventive with and creative with. It's, it's going to be pretty fun to see that. Eventually, man, down the line, it's going to be nine pages. Wow, APs. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool to see. Nice. So, Mark, I'm just I'm just curious to know, just to know a little bit more about about your 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 collection. So, is it is it primarily sketches, or do you still have a fair amount of base cards and kind of set builds that you do? Yeah, it's um, it's mostly um, it's kind of everything really. Uh, mostly 2016 is kind of what I got into. Okay. Uh, but 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 sketches, yeah, for sure. Like. Um, actually, Matt, I was gonna I was gonna post this, but I, I haven't had a chance to. Matt Fuller has been very very helpful uh, for me. He's obviously very um, well known collector too for sketches. Yeah. So wh- I worked with him, and I was able to I was able to get like one uh, at least one sketch of every artist on 2016. So oh, wow. Yeah. I, I just I I have them I have them like scanned, but I never had a I never I took a picture. Maybe I'll do it today, and just like um have it uh just like two whatever two hundred two hundred two cards or whatever, one of each artist. Um, so yeah, I was and they were pack inserted, so that was I was really happy about that. I was able to. to so that, that none out. of them are APs. None of them are APs. Well, I have APs of of so I do have APs of some of them that I was hard to get. You yeah, know, I had APs. To, I had settled for those until I yeah. talked uh, to Matt and I was able to get the ones that were not APs. So, so you've congratulations, completed man. a sketch master set, one yeah. of each artist pack pulled. Yeah, wow. through, and through through Matt's help. I mean, Matt was wow. instrumental. Yeah. Wow, the incredible Scary, work, man. sir. Um, knowing, can we put some uh, wild applause in at this point? I'm doing it right now and play. Oh, you being paraded through 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 the city right now. Wow, wow, you know that's that, insane, that, that, man. That, that, that's freaking yeah. crazy. So what was the count? It was 222. Is that what you said? Uh, I think it was 200, 200, 202 or something like that. Just oh, a little over 200. On. Yeah. That's impressive work. I, I heard of people doing it from 2007, mm-hmm. um, yeah. or at least attempting it from 2007, and some of the Rittenhouse sets as well. You know, I even considered doing it on Spider-Man archives, but um, yeah, you uh, yeah, well, on the if it, it would have to be Black Cat, but yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, wow, 202 sketches. So I imagine you've got a real breadth of of styles and characters there i mean you must have yeah lots i mean lots of different like sandman i had a lot of sandman a lot okay. of, i had a lot of spider-man i yep. was doing sandman as like um you know uh just that pose i was collecting that pose for sandman hmm. okay. the one from 92 um yeah. Yeah. and then but yeah i do have a lot of breaths like some characters i only have like one one sketch of just because i needed the artist yeah. so but yeah well you know whenever what's cool about on, yeah. whenever you post this on the group then maybe i'll just also the same day I'll, I'll post that uh like a picture of the sketch that's perfect well yeah. i'll need i'll need some sort of image to represent you or and or ah. your collection for the uh, for the episode tile so we'll talk about that afterwards okay. but uh yeah. but um wow okay that's that's incredible so so you got 202 sketches there i'm just trying to get a sense of how 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 deep in you are because i know when we spoke to rick ortiz i think he he said he was maybe about four to five hundred sketches but he 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 had that kind of limit because of the fact that he had these wall cabinets that he could fit so many in 
and we saw so them remember, on the yeah because yeah, yeah, he's it's beautiful so he's got a kind of a cap on his collection i know some people i recently did a count my black cats um and it, i came in at about 170 something like that um <laughs> which i'm i'm in, i'm going to be trimming down a little bit um <laughs> Uh, when I can actually get get around to it, how many how many are we talking for, for you, sir? I mean, are we talking yeah. like Indiana Jones warehouse vault? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, not 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 so much. Um, for for 2016, I would say, I mean, I have a, an Excel sheet <laughs> I keep track of. So, um, I <laughs> don't yeah, we? Kind of yeah, <laughs> I don't. For for um for 2016, I think I have like just over 500 off sketches, and then for Marvel Beginnings, I have probably like with one, two, and three Marvel Beginnings, one, two, and three, probably like less than a hundred. Um, and then from 20, 2007, 2008, uh, if I had to estimate, um, I have probably like 60. So because that was wow. you, you know longer longer time ago. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And then wow. for 18, I have very few. I have probably like 20 from 2018. Um, so, but the the artist sketch list for for 20 is is pretty good. I'm I'm ex- I'm super excited to see Locke Lim on there because yes, yeah, baby, yeah. And Tony Perna came back. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be so good. It's gonna um, be crazy. Yeah, I think there's yeah. 156 artists. If my count's closer, maybe that's maybe yeah. that's a little maybe something like it was over 100 for sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, that, three that, that, there you go, Mark. There's your magic number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are, you, are, you, are you going to try and do that again? Do you think, or was that just a, a 2016? I think that was a 2016 thing. Okay. I think it's <laughs> you know it's gonna to be too hard to do that for uh, 20 and uh, 18. Yeah. And yeah, 16 is cool. nice because you have that repetition of the pose. So technically, yeah. it looks, it's going to, I'm sure, I mean, I haven't seen it, obviously, but I'm sure it mirrors the actual 92 set in a way, in a weird way. At least it has to yeah. come close, right? Because of all the poses Very being close. so similar. Wow. Yeah. That was a good idea, man. That was cool. what I what I find is just for those listening who might not know. So with with ninety two, sorry, with twenty sixteen, the sketch artists had to base their sketches on one of the uh, pieces of artwork from the nineteen ninety two Joe Jusco set. Now, some of them did it as an almost carbon copy, same character, same kind of pose. Some of them did it with different characters, but in the pose of of that. So, uh, I'm, I'm just going to pull a random example out: um, a Rogue, but done in the style of uh, Iron Man. So, on the back, it says "Inspired by," you know, or something like that. And the number of different crossing the streams I've seen. I mean, you must have some incredible mashup ones in that two hundred and two. Yeah. Yeah, I like to um to get like a little bit different um actually to, uh, I don't know um if you know cuz it's Sunday um the one that I got most recently was a commission of Thanos and Lady Death by Hovind Mendoza. Um and that was like um inspired by Joe Jusco's work on like from Tarzan but yes. um it's just all his his work. And yeah. and that is going to be today's Sunday sketch masterpiece, Mark. Uh, <laughs> I had intended to post it yesterday, uh, not yesterday, last week, but I found one of um, Black Panther because oh, sure, it was sure. a, a, appropriate to do so. Absolutely, I think. So, absolutely. Um, but uh, but no, that will be today's. Um, and and for those oh, who wow. for those who don't know, actually, we we don't really talk about this um, uh, uh, much on the podcast. But I do this daily masterpiece. Uh, so every day I post Monday through Saturday, I post an image that I take myself of uh, a Marvel masterpieces card. And I don't own every single masterpieces card from over the years, but I own probably eighty five percent of them. I'd say in terms of the base cards. Um, 
and Massive certainly collection. almost yeah and certainly almost all of the uh, you know so for example 2018 i don't have the tier four base but i do have the tier four base art in purple so I can at least oh, do that. Nice. See what I mean? That's uh, and I, I don't have the gold signature tier four uh, from 2016 or, or any tier four um, for that matter. So, um, so I've not, not really posted many of those. But um, on Sundays, I do Sunday sketch masterpiece. And that is uh, a sketch from any of the Master, Marvel Masterpieces series that have had sketches in. And I ask people to... Um, if they want to, to send submissions in for that. So thank you, Mark. You've been, you've done that a number of times and, uh, um, people, um, I, I basically, I will say, you know, I will carry on doing it, but, but a lot of people, a lot of times people die, forget to send them in and then I'll have feast or famine when I'll get loads well, yeah. <laughs> and then other months. So I'm just resorting to Google images or deviant art for them. I so. love that you do um, it, man. It's a nice, it's a nice way to get reminded of all these different sets. And plus sometimes seeing a card by itself outside of context, just, gets yes. you excited about the set again and, and yeah. the card and the art specifically sometimes yeah. we get kind of tunnel vision in terms of like let me fill all these gaps in yeah. you don't get really a chance to kind of enjoy the art i appreciate you doing that man that's, that's well, sure. you know, it's, too. It's, it's fun doing it and you know i had a really good good when i had to i had to venture out because i didn't have any submissions and i was reminded that chris bacalo had done sketches in masterpieces 07 <sighs> yeah so i went sketches. and found an image of one of his uh, that obviously I don't own it, but I went and found an image of that um, and put it on the thing. And a lot of people were just like, and it's one of the highest viewed on the MMC, MM Collectors Instagram right. feed from, from this year so far. So uh, when I get to the end of the year and I do my top nine, you know, you do that top nine thing. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, um, in terms of the most interacted with posts, um, that uh, the sketches are always, you know, five or six of those are always the sketches. Yeah. So people do, you know, just 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 really dig them. Um, Mark, are you on Instagram? I can't remember if you are. Oh, uh, I Facebook. am. I I, I re- you know the, uh, mostly Facebook, but yeah, I've, um, I've created an Instagram account and and I'm I um actually I follow you guys on Instagram too. Oh, right. I have a feeling you're more of a lurker than a than a, than a poster. Yeah, lurker. Poor Mark. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. No, it's just that some people, some people in the group, you know, have their Instagram feeds and they, you know, they show off their stuff. Norin uh, and Ian looking at each other, um, and you know, and some of the more character collectors like. Yeah, Pankit has got a great Instagram feed. Um, amazing work, man. Did, yeah. did you see that? He basically found all the boxes that ever featured Cap, and he put him in a whole like grid photo. And every every box that's ever had Cap on it, he yep. figured it out. Just beautiful, man. Just smart yep. guy. And he's quite, And he's done the same with wrappers, and I believe he's done the same with sell sheets. He did sell sheets. That's the one I saw too. Yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, which is oh, which geez. is extreme. Which is extreme. Um, so, Mark, obviously, Marvel Masterpieces 2020. What else is going to be in your um, deliveries? Probably, I'm going to take a look at anime too, because um, it's new. So, I'm going to see uh, see how that goes. I'm I'm excited for some of the sketches on anime as well, just to get different takes on the characters. Um, yeah. And that's kind of all I have uh, on my mind right now. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is there a particular artist that you kind of generally steer towards i know some people go in deep for certain artists um Pankit, for example we've already mentioned um very much a fan of uh, bianchi's work and uh valas Hayda valasquez i think his name is oh that's right he has a good collection of that. yeah, oh, it's a does, really good yeah. Collection of that. yeah. yeah. is there anyone that kind of t- you know you you lean to slightly more 
Um, you know, the, for for 2016, I really like the Reggie Vicente cards. They're, they're like uh, it's just a unique style. So um, usually, for like for 16, I would probably lean towards him as a as an artist that I collected a lot of. Um, mm. But but most of the time, I'm just you know if it looks nice, then I'm I'll, you know I'm not just I'll just get it if I yeah. if I you know if I like the art. Yeah, you're kind of more of a journeyman on that. In that, in that yeah, way. Just, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, which is, you know, well, it's one thing I always, um, we always sort of say there's no right or wrong way to do it. Everyone does things in, the, in their own way. You know, some people go for, you know, just certain things and some people go for almost everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. there's, a, there's a very fine line. In, there's a very, um, uh, lots of uh, shades of grain between. I um, mean, just to put it in perspective, right? We've heard Mark's numbers in terms of how many sketches he has. And Ian is way more than me too. I only have under maybe... 75 60 sketches wow and yeah. that's it and you trim that as well didn't you like a beast i only have like i have under 25 silver surfers maybe i have only that's have 25 right. silver surfer sketches that's right i always i always equate your collection to one of those little japanese bushes that you just trim with a pair of tw- uh, bonsai <laughs> yeah one of those you know what i'm taking that thank you good sir oh, that makes more right. sense to me yeah. That's quite all right. Yeah. If if you were to equate your collection to 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 a tree or, or a type of agricultural foliage, Mark, what what would you, where would you go? Is what uh, I would say. Um, I, <laughs> probably, I you know, I don't know redwood. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it sounds to I me like that. it's a, a cultivated biodome, like one of those <laughs> one of those uh, biodiversity domes, um, with 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 incredibly rare species within, but not allowed to 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 go too far out of control. I can't believe that's, that's probably one of the most random things we've ever asked anyone on this. Podcast. I love that. No, that should be a normal thing for us to we've ask. Asked, should I add that to the pop quiz? That yes, we do when we get when we get when we get some people. You know what? Do. We should just put like a, that on a thread today, and that be we topic of the Sunday chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness me! Oh my goodness me! Um, have I got? Obviously, we, we we can't see you today, Mark, because um 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 not not everyone does video. Not everyone does video. Yeah. Um, but can I show you something that will wet your whistle? Sure. Can I show you something? Let me just show you something from my do you, from my do you black want to Stop recording. Oh no, we're no okay, no no sorry. no no. I'm just I'm just okay. I'm just kind of thinking i just feel the need to show and tell um because i want to um and one of the i'm just gonna it's the first piece on my top and i've never shown nor in this so this is a rather interesting thing masterpieces 2007 which uh, as uh, gets a lot of love from me um and i will uh, bite anyone who says otherwise um i love it um i love the 2007 set i love the 2008 sets even though they're flawed um i still love them one of the most interesting things that i've i've found is for um 2000 uh, when upper deck started doing their gallery stuff kind of in the early mm. noughties yeah they had um a lot of work that then got used the the artwork was then used in in 07 and so i found an advert this was this is an actual sell sheet someone's crackling there who's crackling is that me is that me is that you who's crackling i hope it's not me no anyway this is a sell sheet for 2005, Upper Deck Entertainment limited edition print. Oh, oh Adam wow. Hughes Black Cat. Adam Hughes, yeah. Yeah. And Holy that is crap. the artwork that they then used in the 2007 Masterpiece set. Wow. And that's an actual properly printed sell sheet for oh, effectively wow. what was Upper Deck Gallery back in 2005. Wow. 
So there's there's a, I'll put this on the tasting notes for those who can't see it. But I thought I'd flag that as as there's so many different pockets where you think, oh, surely there's nothing around there. I don't know what the earliest earlier incarnation of the Upper Deck Gallery put out. But given that your your character wasn't banned then, Norin. You might, my, ba- my, yeah. my, my Your surfers there. still around. Yeah, actually, I, I think I think um, for that set, I actually love that art on that set. It's one of my favorites, to it be honest. Nice. It's yeah. um, who is it's by? Oh God, I always mess up his name. ADV or something like that. Um, I'll find out now. So, but yeah. yeah, I actually think that set has some of the best gold foiling on the borders oh, that I've ever seen. Like so, it's yeah. it's really nice. I'm in my my pajamas, so you guys are about to see that. But that's I don't care. quite all right. That's quite all right. Mark's also in your pajamas, which is why he doesn't want to be shown on video. Uh, <laughs> Mark but, can be tortured uh, and scarred for life with my pajamas. He'll be fine with that. But yeah, this having that gold foil, yes. I just think it's some of the best gold foiling in cards I've ever seen. So we'll put this on the tasting notes, but Norin is holding us up to show uh, a oh, PSA graded gold border parallel from Masterpieces 2007. I have the same card here, but ungraded, ready to go in. Yeah. Uh, which it's is just, beautiful. I mean, that gold foiling. Uh, oh, it's, Ad, it's Adi Granov. Yeah. That's it. Adi Granov. Yeah. It's a beautiful card. Um, Kevin, number two, I have to thank for this. These are the last cards I needed to complete. <laughs> To complete masterpieces 2007. They just so, look good, man. One's foil, yeah. one's gold foil, and one's regular. I just like but that. Just I look think at that Captain nice. America. Just look at that Captain America. It's just stunning. It looks good, man. I know uh, it's not like it's, original art drawn for the set, but damn, it still looks good. So you inspired me, Norin. With that PSA, and we'll put a picture of that on the tasting oh, notes. So absolutely. send me. I know you've got a picture of that because you put it on the on your Instagram feed. So wing that over to me that's, once we finish. But true. um seeing that PSA graded, I've made a rather foolish decision that I'm going to open um, to you right oh, now. Oh boy, here we go, Mark. You ready? Uh, <laughs> I've decided because Masterpieces 2007 is is kind of my my baby, if you like. It's the one I I kind of go to because it got me back into the hobby. Um, Mm-hmm. I've right. decided to go for a PSA graded full one to ninety set of gold border. <gasps> oh wow! Which take me a, a significant amount of time to to acquire, I'm sure. But I've decided to do it. How many do you have? Are you starting from like? Yeah, I don't have any PSA graded oh. from that set at all. Um, so yeah, and I'm sure Amanda will will be very very helpful in this. She's going to be so happy that you're uh, doing that. But yeah, but I will. It will be graded. Uh, I can't. I wouldn't want to have it different companies. No, like you try graded. to do it one. No, I'd I have would. to have it all the same. Um, how one would store wow. such a setup, I don't know. But uh, I'd probably get a similar case like yours for those. Yeah, get keep... a pelican bonsai tree case. It works perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mark, have you got any graded cards? Do you do graded cards at all? Uh, no, I haven't really done that. Um, some people, some people do. Um, I just, I just like to get the raw ones no fair, uh, enough. We, fair enough yeah we have a there's a there's a mutual there's a bunch of people in the group but i know someone that marks now and i know i won't mention names but that guy has a great collection of modern stuff i'm just so impressed with all 9.5 bgs not tens psa just crazy type of stuff uh, people people are doing this in the background it might not yeah. look it might not look like it on the surface but people are very much getting these things graded when they can it's pretty cool mm-hmm. It's really cool. Mm. Yeah, it's going that way. It's going that way, certainly. Um, 
this has been this has been fun. We should probably Mark, kind of this is so uh, think much about fun, wrapping man. this up. Yeah, I had a great time, guys. Thank you so much. This has been no, so no. Great. Thanks for getting up early. Um, yeah, thanks sir. for coming on, man. I, I know, I know, you and me are on the East Coast. So I know this is hell early for you, but we really appreciate you, man. For sure, for sure. It was, it was so much fun. Uh, Mark, so um, I, I, I guess uh, you know, normally at this point I ask where people can find you on the internet because you don't really do that. I'll just I'll just say thank you for being such a positive contributor to the groups and for the community sure. and, you know, just keep doing what you're doing and being you and just, you know, being um, a kind and wonderful collector. So thank you. Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate you coming sure. on. Yeah. Um, and at that point, uh, I guess that all I have to say, Mark, is take us out. Enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. The number you dialed has been changed, disconnected, or is no longer in service.